Welcome to Kickstart the Conversation, where we talk about all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and business growth. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Well, then you've come to the right place. Here on Kickstart the Conversation, we have real, honest conversations about what it takes to build a successful business in today's world. No fluff, no BS, just real talk about the challenges and opportunities that come with being an entrepreneur and growing your business. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned business owner, we've got something for you. From expert interviews to actionable strategies you can implement immediately, we'll help you get clarity, build momentum, and achieve your goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to kickstart the conversation with your host, the quiz queen, Catherine O'Leary. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kickstart the Conversation. Um, and I am really excited today to have uh, the third member of the Manifestation Squad in the Woo-hoo! house. I have Monique McDonald. And uh, here's the deal, folks. Before you appear on a podcast, give your next presentation or have a sales conversation, you might want to talk to my friend Monique. Monique is an award-winning, Grammy-nominated opera singer and certified conscientious I think I said that right. <laughs> Transformational coach. Um, as an international singer, speaker, and MC, Monique has a knack for making meaningful connections with audiences and help others do the same with her unique coaching style. She's known as a magnetic voice mentor. Monique inspires healers and entrepreneurs to strengthen and elevate their stage presence, their confidence, and mastery of expression. Wow, we need to work on that with me. Um, so... <laughs> What if your next professional conversation could take your business and yourself to unprecedented levels? Are you ready to unleash your magnetic voice? So welcome, Monique. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Catherine, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. So uh, we talk on this podcast, Monique, and thank you for for gracing me with your your time and your presence because... I just love it. And especially, and it's, and it's a particularly hard to get Monique outside of like pool time. So, you know, because <laughs> not- time is it. Lonely time is a thing, folks. When you, when you start your own business, you get to decide where you work and location freedom is key for Monique and I, because we tend to work best in pools that are infinity pools that overlook the ocean towards Cozumel. Um, yes. So that's, that's amazing. But um, for, uh, for my audience, Monique, we, t- we talk a lot about leads and lists and leverage. And when guests come on, I typically talk about, you know, what they're using as their lead magnet um, or how they're using their email lists or, you know, leveraging relationships. And I think that you actually teach all that in a different way because you're actually getting people to use their voices to attract their ideal clients to to make business you know grow and and be more confident and to and to leverage those skills so can you tell us a little bit more about that sure uh this is one of my favorite things to talk about as you can imagine it your voice is your most underestimated tool in your leverage toolbox we don't think about our voice unless it's sick. But if you, all of you listening here today, 
could imagine. What would happen to your business if you lost your voice? And what if understanding how to use your voice to sound like the expert that you are could bring more success, more business, could attract you, your ideal clients to you in a way that most people aren't thinking about. They're, they're worrying about their content. They're worried about what they're saying as opposed to how they're saying it. Ooh, okay. I need to repeat that. You need to worry about how you're saying things as much as you're worrying about the content that you are providing. So this, I think that this goes beyond just, you know, breathing techniques or putting pauses in different places as you're talking. This is a whole, this is a whole mastery. Like this, this is a, like a whole lifetime uh, yeah, for, for a, you. Yeah. I like to call it, um, really aligning your voice to your message. Um, And we're talking about inner voice as well as outer voice, right? So what are you thinking? What What are the voices in your head telling you and how to handle that? Because that's creating, um, that's literally coloring the sound of your voice. And we don't think about it because we, most people aren't aware that that's a thing and your audience isn't going to say, well, I don't like her voice, so I'm not going to buy from her. They're going to say, or him, they're going to say something just doesn't feel right. So I work with people on the energy behind the words, as well as literally embodying your stage presence, right? Usually, you know, we talk about that X factor. We talk about that thing that makes you captivating, that makes people hang on your every word. They can't wait to see what you're going to say next. And frankly, Catherine, they don't care what you're selling as much as they want to be in your presence because they feel a certain way in your presence. They feel like everything's going to be okay. And I'm going to be my best self. Right. And so obviously you can't build a business around that. (laughs) (laughs) We tried, we tried, but if you, if you become aware of the importance of your voice and your presence and how you show up and that all of these things are in alignment. You have, when you step on a stage, you have an unfair advantage because not only do you have your expertise, your content, whatever you are a master at, but then you learn how to express it in a way that you own the room and everybody is engaged and wanting to understand what you do and how they can get more of it. That is, that is amazing. And, and I, I mean, most people know that I came from corporate. I came, I come from a corporate background. 
Um, this this isn't just about speaking to sell. This isn't just about getting on a webinar or maybe talking in a um, you know on a virtual summit or something like that. This can be going into a presentation for right. a um, you know trying to get your product launched, trying to get your idea through, trying to get the grant, trying to yes. you know, like like this is and and I think. So this is not just for like speaking to sell. We were talking to Shiraz last week. So, you know, we're not we're not talking about speaking to sell here only. And that's right. a big thing. Um, I think that that inner game, though, that is like that's for everything. Like whether your stage is a boardroom, whether your stage is the playground um, or the PTA your meeting. Bedroom. <laughs> girl. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. But it also could be as you sit down to write the email. Yes. Or the blog post or the response to maybe somebody questioning what, you, you know, having a question for you. Um, those can also be stages in your head, in your mind yes, of absolutely. how you need your, you, know, you need to kind of figure out what you want to be portraying. And, and I think that that's what you're talking about a little bit. Here. That's exactly it. So whether you're speaking one-to-one or one-to-many or to yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because as leaders, the first person we have to lead is ourselves. And a lot of times, you know that there's so much information coming at us right now. I mean, it's unending and everybody's an expert in something. And so we have forgotten how to tune in to, and I think also we've, we've stopped trusting that inner Mm -hmm. voice of intuition because we start to believe that everybody knows better than we do. Mm -hmm. And although it's essential to have mentors, but to also trust yourself. So I did a, I did a talk uh, Wednesday here in New York city for artists. It was called the creative love fest. And it, it, I was so grateful to be uh, to be a part of this day of really celebrating art and artists. And one of the things I said, and it's true for entrepreneurs as well, we have our business and we have what is our thing that we're selling. But first and foremost, our business is us. We are our brand. And when we really truly understand that, we understand that wherever we go and whenever we are speaking, we are representing our brand, representing our our product. And so what I help my clients do is to uncover that natural magnetism. Most of us have grown up with life experiences on one level or another, where we were told children are meant to be seen and not heard. You're too loud. Your inside voice, inside voice, 
you know, when we would be our most passionate, our most excited, somebody came along and threw water on us. And we learned that in order to be heard, we had to tone it down. We had to be less of our most magnificent self. And so what I help people do, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, I help you get comfortable again with that part of you that is the one who expresses with presence and passion, whatever it is that you do, whoever you are, so that you start to believe in yourself again, so that it's not about the PowerPoint, right? You can turn the PowerPoint off and actually have a conversation. Why? Because you're enough. Because who you are and whatever it is that you're passionate enough about to, to build a whole business around it deserves to be heard. Wow, that's, that's powerful. And I think it's, I understand the PowerPoint off idea, but it's also... It's, it's a little bit because, because you and I have been on a bit of a journey on this, in the speak to sell world. Um, And there are scripts, there are formulas that, that we use and, and you have helped me at least um, at times kind of step out, steps, not step out of step through. Yes. That's a better choice. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Step like, so you need to know the formula. I mean, I I think you do. You need to know, like, you know, kind of the the bits and pieces of a really good speak to sell talk or, or a networking, you know, talk or a, you know, masterclass talk or webinar talk, whatever. It doesn't matter. You have to have the structure. You have to have the structure. I get that. The, the mastery I think comes through when you are able to ditch the script. Um, You know it, like you, you practiced it, you know it. So now you get to go, okay, I know that I have it in the back of my head. I have it in the back, like I have it in my back pocket. Now I get to use that and, so it's a yes and here I yes. am as a, as an entrepreneur. Here I am as like, you know, the, the person talking about this, you know, this particular passion point, which yes. a lot of businesses, you know, that's, that's why you started them. That's right. Um, as you know, Catherine, um, some of you may not know, I'm a classically trained opera singer. I've sung all over the world and um, I was Grammy nominated, won a few awards. Um, <laughs> Just a few. Grammy Just nominated. Few. She drops that. <laughs> Grammy nominated. And one of the most important things as a performer on a stage, you know, it's quantum physics. We understand that when something is observed, it changes. So to be seen and heard as human beings, stuff happens that you have to negotiate. Some of us don't ever want to go near that. So we're wallflowers and stay in the background and, and support from behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Some of us, love to be in the spotlight and love to have that feeling of being seen and everybody in between. But one of the things that became essential to me in my training was technique. 
the technique of being able to speak or sing whether I'm sick, whether I'm nervous, no matter who's looking, whether I'm prepared or not, whether all of the circumstances, to me, that's technique, right? Whether the, the, prince, the Prince of Monaco is in the <laughs> audience. The Prince of Monaco or the King of Belgium, right. Right, because um, those are the people that listen to you, yes. <laughs> yes, and and or your husband, Right. I mean, because for some of us, it's not the Prince of Monaco or the King of Belgium. It's our husband who has all the power in our world. Right. That we need to be to feel heard, to be able to express ourselves. But here's the thing, just like the script, the structure. So you have the technique. You know, you do this first, then that, and then that, and then that, and that leads to your offer. And then you have, you tell your stories and you make your call to action. And then you give your message the last thing you want to leave, right? We have the structure of the talk. Yep. But what I was told was great technique masks technique. Yes. Right. So what I'm seeing is a lot of speakers out there doing the script. Yes. A lot of speakers out there reading their PowerPoint or reading whatever it is that they wanted to express. They aren't being it. And that's what I help people do. And it's, to have yeah. to to have yes, you must have the structure. So thank you for we gotta have it. We need to know where we're going, where we're leading people in our talks, mm-hmm. in our presentations. We need to know that, but we also need to be able to be alive, available, so that our natural charisma and our natural authentic selves can be there because when we're in our head worrying about what we're going to say next it's like we've put up a wall between us and the audience so allowing your and also this is something that most people don't realize when we're reading or if we've memorized the script and we're reading it in our heads our voice takes on a, a, a monotone That we're not aware of, right? When we're fully present and telling a story, our voice takes on these colors and this natural rise and fall and this natural um, uh, speeding up and slowing down that, that happens naturally. And, but we have to be willing to step away from the technique, step away from the script And it's like a dance between the two to know when you have to look at your notes, right? And when you can, uh, I was watching our business mentor, Imana Guy, uh, do his presentation for three whole days, like nonstop for, you know, eight hours for three days. And I'm always amazed at that and how he used his PowerPoint, where the PowerPoint was to give the information the connection, he turned it off mm-hmm. and looked into the camera. 
So it felt like he was speaking to me alone, like there was no one else in the room. And that's what we want as speakers. And as you know, uh, speaking is one of the ways to grow your business, the fastest ways to grow your business. All the other stuff is great, but speaking is what grows your business the fastest. Well, and I think I think if we take it even a step further, that stages mean almost everything. So you're the way that you have your email campaigns set up, the way that like, don't think about them as an email campaign. Think of them as a conversation that is, and it's a, a story flow chapters yes. to a book. Um, you know, if you, if you start having some fun with it and one of the things that I just wanted to circle back on, because a lot of people in, in the audience know, like as the quiz queen, it always comes back to quizzes folks. Um, and what Monique was talking about as the technique is the GPS, right? The technique right. helps you get from A to B, just like questions help you get from A to B. The quiz questions help you get from A to B, but your personality, your expertise, your voice, your the way you frame things, that's what makes it come alive. That's what makes it, you know, attractive to your ideal clients. And that's why when people take your your quiz, they're ready, like, you know, they're they're that much more ready to start working with you because they've already gotten that that feeling from you. Whereas if they just went through a form or something that's just like, oh, here's here's a bunch of 10 questions, like like ugh, puke. Um <laughs> looks like a mortgage, you know, a mortgage form, who cares? Um, it's it, like, it's, there's no, the questions could be the exact same, right? But there's no flair. There's no personality. There's no, like, there's no, what's, what's this, like, where do I get to be at the yes. end of this? Right. Yes, and that's exactly. one of the things that I know that you talk about is before you get on stage, before you write the emails, before you, you know, take the, the summit stage, before you take the stage at it, at an event, what do you want your audience to be at the end of it or feel or have, right? Feel or do. That's right. That's absolutely right. And that's the other thing too, that Catherine, I, I just want um, to say this because I think it's, it's something that is your magic trick. So yes, you're the quiz queen, but what makes your quizzes different than an assessment is that you have figured out how to get the voice and the essence of your client into the quiz. So it's not just a bunch of questions. It yep. is their voice. It is their, their, their magnetism that you find a way to put that into the questions and you have your system to, to get that, to draw that out of people. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do when people come to yep. me and are preparing their talk, whether, you know, they're, they're authors doing their book signing, whether they're entrepreneurs doing their speak to sell, whether they are keynote speakers who are speaking to inspire or mm -hmm. to educate, right? You still have to be entertaining. You still have to be there. I think, because, and I think that's, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I was just going to say, um, because it's even more essential now than it was before. And it's always been essential. 
we are inundated with information and we can Google anything now. We can look on YouTube and learn anything we want to learn. So why are people going to listen to us if we are doing a, a presentation or a talk? Because our human voice, our soul, our being is a part of it. And most of us are afraid to put too much of that into it because of all the old stories, all the old tapes. Yes. I'm not enough. Why would they listen to me? Confidence, imposter syndrome, all the stuff, all the voices in our head, right? Those inner voices. Yeah. And I think, I think what, what, what I'm hearing and what I, I completely agree with is that content is great right? Content, it needs, but, but the thing is, is that content is like mm, 30% of the game, maybe, maybe 30% of the game, if you're lucky. Um, The rest of it is your relatability because, you know, like even if somebody's doing the exact same thing and, and in my industry, in my niche, there are a couple of people that do like do the exact same thing, right? But not everybody is their people. Not everybody is my person. That's fine. That's right. Right. That's but not right. everybody is their people either. And and the world is big. Like it's seven billion people. Like, I mean, even if like the four or five of us that are doing this could service everyone, like, I mean, we couldn't, right? Like, so the <laughs> the like, you know, the the scarcity is a story. Yes. <clears throat> the fact that somebody else is doing the same thing is a story because it's not you. Um, and the ability to take people on the journey outside of the technique and outside of the scripts and outside of the, you know, the what you get on YouTube, do A, do B, do C. That's what's the other 70% or more yes. of, of like how to really connect with your audience and, and using your voices. And it's, it's more than just the the vehicle it's more than just your vocal cords it's the emotion it's the energy it's the thought process it's the breathing the techniques 100 absolutely um would you like to know my secret i would love to know your secret my secret i call them the abcs of magnetism the first secret is to adjust your thoughts before you speak, before you're about to be seen and heard. One of the fastest ways to make an impact is to connect to gratitude, love, and being of service. When that's what you're connected to, And that's what you're thinking about as you walk onto any stage or you walk into any room to have a important conversation, you walk into love, you walk into gratitude. So you, whatever comes, you are speaking from gratitude, you're speaking from love. So even if it's a difficult conversation, even if somebody's belittling you or criticizing you, the only time we get tangled up in that is when 
we forget. <laughs> My mother used to put it this way. If somebody told you you were a fire truck, would you believe them? <laughs> right? How do we get tangled up in criticism? It's because we are criticizing ourselves on the inside. We're thinking about all the things that could go wrong. I ask my clients this all the time. Uh, so you're about to walk onto the stage. You're about to walk up to the mic. You're about to you know, walk into uh, the boardroom to present or you know, writing out your grant, whatever it is. What are you thinking? And I hear some really really funny things. And unfortunately, rarely am I hearing about how grateful I am to have this opportunity. Right. Or I love being able to share what I do with people. Right. And because when you're coming from that perspective, when you're speaking from that part of you, you are magnetic. You can't help but be magnetic. Yes. Yes. I love it. All right. Number two, deep belly breathing. It's again, you know, I am an opera singer and I'm trained to sing in a theater that seats a thousand or more over an orchestra of 50 instruments or more with no microphone. How do I do that? by supporting my voice with my breath. As speakers, what I notice is a lot of speakers are walking through life with a body empty of air and breathing from the chest up. They are not including the lower part of their body. What a lot of people don't know is that the diaphragm is an involuntary muscle. And in order to move it, we have to activate the muscles around it. So in order to do that deep belly breathing, once we start allowing our stomach to naturally puff out as we inhale and gently fall back against our spine as we exhale, that activates the diaphragm. And the other thing that it does, those deep belly breaths, is send the message to our nervous system that we're safe, that mm. we are safe wherever we are, whatever we're doing. I mean, think about it. When a woman is giving birth, one of the scariest moments of life, she's breathing. She's focusing on her breathing. What's the first thing that happens when we get scared? <gasps> we stop breathing. We stop breathing. Yep. Bite or flight. Yep. Bite or flight. Exactly. Breathing also is the quickest and most natural way to access the divine. Whatever your belief system is, as far as that goes, if you just imagine what is breathing me, what is beating my heart and connecting to that and surrendering to that and giving yourself over to it and knowing that whatever comes out of your mouth is okay because you've done your work. And we love it when people make a mistake, don't we? We, we find- We don't know why. We don't know half the time. Half the time. Or more than half the time. But if we do- 
we love them a little more because it means they're human. They're like us. They're not somebody standing on this big podium that's got it all together, right? They are human like we are. And that's, I think, you know, because of our life experience, we're terrified about making a mistake. And when you're speaking from being terrified of making a mistake, you're not breathing. You're not breathing. And the third, which is really one of my favorites, is to connect to the part of you that is a natural magnet. I know that sounds sort of very esoteric, but if you imagine that there is this part of you that already has the vision for your audience, you already know where you're going to take them. You already see them as creative, capable, and resourceful. You know that what you're sharing with them is just going to make them stronger, better, grow faster. When you're speaking from that place inside of you that is expansive and you're holding the vision of who they can become and what they can do, that activates your magnetism. That is what calls people to you because they know that you see things in them that they can't see for themselves. And don't we all want to be that person that believes in people when they can't believe in themselves, to hold that vision for people when they forget who they are? So when we speak from where that dream is already realized, it's already done. It's a blessing to those who listen. And and did you all catch that had nothing to do with content? Like <laughs> none of it. Like the ABCs, there was no content at all. Right. And I think that that's one of the things that, that people need to understand is that as you find the marketing strategies that light you up, as you stop chasing the shiny object syndrome and, and start stop doing all the things just to do all the things and really get connected, really understand, like, I love to do this. This lights me up. Whether that's social media, whether that's speak to sell, whether like whatever that is for you, right? There's a hundred million ways that you can be marketing your business, right? So however that works for you, but that's like, you know, get that sorted and then just lean into it. Yes. And then allow that, that container and allow yourself to say, I know you can all do this and I'm here to help you. Yes. Because and you gonna... said the magic words, whatever it is that lights you up, because don't misunderstand me. We don't want it to be just fluff, right? Yeah. There has to be content. There has to be, you know, the, the nuts and bolts of whatever it is that you do to build whatever you're helping people build. But if that's your only focus, it's not enough. You're reading the script. You're reading the script. You're going through the motions and your heart isn't in your marketing. And you're denying everyone your genius. And that's just rude. That's just rude. (laughs) And people are are saying yes or no to your invitation without actually getting to see who you are. 
which can lead to a whole lot of freebie seekers and tire kickers because what you've given is a whole bunch of content, right? So they haven't actually kind of connected to how it's going to help them necessarily. So thank you so much, Monique. This, I am going to, I swear to God, I'm, I'm putting this on, on, like bookmarking it and playing it over and over again. Um, And, um, and I do believe that there is, there may be a gift involved for our, our audience in the show notes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, there absolutely is. I am giving a gift that I just started giving. It's a whole new, beautiful gift. It's called an inner voice healing call. And what this call is about is about reclaiming your voice in those moments where you may not have spoken up for yourself. It's a little bit of meditation. It's a little bit of guided imagery. And it's a lot about reclaiming your voice. And I can't wait to share it with all of you. So if you go to themagneticvoice.com slash appointments, you can book yourself an inner voice healing call. And I can't wait to meet you. And y'all can line up behind me. Um, <laughs> so Monique, thank you so much for, for playing with us here on Kickstart the Conversation. Is there any final words that you'd like to leave the audience with? Yes, Absolutely. The world is in need of strong, authentic voices now more than ever. Everybody's scared to death because we don't know what's coming, but we feel that something is coming. So now is your chance to be the voice. Now you are the voice. What are you going to speak into existence. Well, I could just got goosebumps. Um, all right. This is why Monique is part of the manifestation squad folks. Cause I get to travel with her and hang out with her. And one of the best things about a Grammy nominated opera singer in, you know, sharing a room with you is that she, she, she sings in the shower. Um, <laughs> And it's fabulous. But Monique, thank you very much for um, for sharing your wisdom. There were so many nuggets in this. Folks, check the show notes um, because there's there's a lot of information there. And please, if if you need your inner voice to match your outer voice, to match your with your match with your content, we're not saying don't have content. We're saying match with it and, you know, just captivate and, you know, get loud get loud and proud and, um, and get out there. So we, uh, we will hear you soon where I am sure. And thank you for kickstarting the conversation again with us. Tune in next week. We'll have another great guest. Thanks. Well, that's it for today's episode of kickstart the conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with us. We hope you found our discussion about leads, lists, and leveraging relationships helpful. As we've learned, asking well-designed questions is the key to kickstarting conversations with your ideal clients, building authentic relationships, and ultimately driving more sales. So get out there and start asking those intentional questions. Your ideal clients are waiting for you. 
be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. We have lots of great conversations coming up every week that you won't want to miss. Until next time, keep asking great questions and kickstarting those conversations.